The Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 102, beginning at verse 15, on page 465, in Psalm 117. The nations shall fear thy name, O Lord, and all the kings of the earth thy majesty. When the Lord shall build up Zion, and when his glory shall appear. When he turneth him unto the prayer of the poor destitute, and despiseth not their desire. This shall be written for those that come after, and the people which shall be born shall praise the Lord. For he hath looked down from his sanctuary, out of the heaven did the Lord behold the earth. That he might hear the mournings of such as are in captivity, and deliver them that are appointed unto death. That they may declare the name of the Lord in Zion, and his worship at Jerusalem. When the peoples are gathered together, and the kingdoms also, to serve the Lord. He brought down my strength in my journey, and shortened my days. But I said, O oh my God, take me not away in the midst of mine age. As for thy years, they endure throughout all generations. Thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou shalt endure. They all shall wax old as a garment. And as a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. The children of thy servants shall continue, and their seed shall stand fast in thy sight. O praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye peoples. For his merciful kindness is ever more and more toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 45th chapter of Isaiah. 
Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held, to subdue nations before him and loose the armor of kings, to open before him the double doors so that the gates will not be shut. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. I will give you the riches of darkness and hidden riches of secret places, that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. For Jacob, my servant's sake, and Israel, my elect, I have even called you by your name. I have named you, though you have not known me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. There is no God besides me. I will gird you, though you have not known me, that they may know from the rising of the sun to its setting that there is none besides me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create calamity. I, the Lord, do all these things. Rain down, you heavens, from above, and let the skies pour down righteousness. Let the earth open, let them bring forth salvation, and let righteousness spring up together. I, the Lord, have created it. Woe to him who strives with his maker. Let the potsherd strive with the potsherds of the earth. Shall the clay say to him who forms it, What are you making? Or shall your handiwork say, He has no hands? Woe to him who says to his father, What are you begetting? Or to the woman, What have you brought forth? Thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and his Maker. Ask me of things to come concerning my sons, and concerning the work of my hands, you command me. I have made the earth, and created man on it. I, my hands, stretched out the heavens, and all their hosts have commanded. I have raised him up in righteousness, and I will direct all his ways. He shall build my city, and let my exiles go free. Not for price nor reward, says the Lord of hosts. Thus says the Lord, The labor of Egypt and merchandise of Cush and of the Sibians, men of stature, shall come over to you, and they shall be yours. They shall walk behind you. They shall come over in chains, and they shall bow down to you. They will make their supplication to you, saying, Surely God is in you, and there is no other. There is no other God. Truly you are God who hides yourself, O God of Israel, the Savior. Here ended the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud, the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy, a hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 14th verse of the ninth chapter of Romans. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? Certainly not. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whomever I will have mercy. 
and I will have compassion on whomever I will have compassion. So then it is not of him who wills, nor of him who runs, but of God who shows mercy. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, For this very purpose I have raised you up, that I may show my power in you, and that my name may be declared in all the earth. Therefore he has mercy on whom he wills, and whom he wills he hardens. You will say to me then, Why does he still find fault? For who has resisted his will? But indeed, O man, who are you to reply against God? Will the things formed say to him who formed it, Why have you made us like this? Does not the potter have power over the clay from the same lump to make one vessel for honor and another for dishonor? What if God, wanting to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long suffering the vessels of wrath prepared for destruction, and that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy, which he had prepared beforehand for glory, even us whom he called, not of the Jews only, but also of the Gentiles. As he says also in Hosea, I will call them my people who are not my people, and her beloved who was not beloved. And it shall come to pass in the place where it was said to them, You are not my people, there shall they be called the sons of the living God. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried, he descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who dost govern all things in heaven and earth, mercifully hear the supplications of thy people, and grant us thy peace all the days of our life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass, pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord. And by the great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. 
the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some thoughts about tonight's lessons. Um, it seems tonight that our the choice of psalms and lessons here are stressing the the fact of God's sovereignty, his power over all of creation and of all the the things of the earth, the the kingdoms of this world and how everything is according to his ultimate plan. And so we see that played out in our our Old Testament lesson and our New Testament lesson which share a metaphor talking about uh clay and and this idea of how absurd it is for clay to have an argument with the potter and there's an interesting thing here in this use of clay as a metaphor because as nt wright points out that in the beginning when you're first forming the clay it's moldable it's changeable but then after you you put it into the oven and bake it then it's set in its shape and the only thing then you can do with it is to break it and start over and so the point that he's bringing out is that god's interaction with his chosen people with israel at the time of our Old Testament lesson here is it's still Israel is still malleable clay he's still trying to form his people into the light of the world and so and they're constantly rebelling so God is trying to form them into something and they keep rebelling and trying to argue with him and so he has to start the process over he has to teach them these lessons and so he uses instruments like cyrus to bring them low so that they can be in essence reformed and remade and then by the time we get to our new testament lesson israel has reached its final form it has been fired in the the furnaces and now it has to in essence be shattered and broken to be to fulfill god's ultimate plan and so this we we see a certain connection with our our gospel lesson from this the today's uh service of the eucharist in that god or jesus is baptized and the spirit descends on him and in the old testament times that the spirit had descended on the temple and now it has been falls on jesus he becomes the new temple such that ultimately the 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 temple at jerusalem is destroyed it's shattered if you will and so God's spirit descends on his son. Israel has, has gone as far as it can go under God's plan. And so he sends us his only begotten son to make a new Israel, the, the church. And 
Paul is making a point that this ultimate plan includes Gentiles. It includes people from every nation coming together. Not that the God's plan does not, his ideas for Israel are of no effect. What's happening is all the Gentiles are being grafted onto the, this, the branch of Israel and becoming the new Israel. So it's not a decisive break with old his old covenant. It's a continuation in Christ. It's completed and made new and something that can bring all of us in all the entire world. And so finally, I just want to bring out that, you know, we, we saw Jesus baptism today. And so one of the, 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 the takeaways for us going forward beyond this, you know, merely intellectual learning about the Old Testament, New Testament, and things like this, is that we too are being made new in our baptism. But we still have sinful parts of us that have to be remolded and reshaped, and we have to allow God to, to reshape us. We have to allow him to change us. You know, otherwise we run the risk of what the the Israel did is this constant rebellion and having to fight against that which we can't fight. And so we will either be reshaped and remade into something glorious and new, or we will ultimately be broken. So just some thoughts about tonight's lessons. We will continue with the intercession on page 590. And we'll take a, a moment to call to mind our own prayers and intercessions. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all 